yesterday we discussed the reciting of sur tasbih fatini before going to bed and that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam presented this as a gift to hazrat fatima radhiyallahu ta'ala anha and said to her that this is better for you than a khadim than a servant than a helper so the one point that the muhaddithin have mentioned on this is that this tasbih was given upon the request for somebody to assist and help so one is the ruhani and the spiritual benefits that come out of these the recitation of these tasbihat which is obvious these are the tasbihat that extol the praises and glorify allah taala and express a shukr to allah taala the greatness of allah taala so this will definitely fill the heart with ruhaniyat with spirituality with noor over and above that and apart from that it is also a means of tremendous strength during the day the person recites these tasbihat at night at the time of going to bed it becomes a source of strength during the day because this is the point on which nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave this gift of these tasbihat so this is something to also bear in mind and to be punctual upon this Nevertheless among the things that are to be recited which Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam recited at the time of going to bed as mentioned yesterday this is a time nafs and shaitan will try to engage a person in all kinds of thoughts that will take him away from Allah taala that will get him involved in some kind of evil and sin this is a time at nights the shayateen are more active and therefore it is more important that the person should have should be more on guard and have more things to protect himself if you look at the amount of things that nabi sallallahu used to engage in in reciting at night is really amazing the various surahs of the quran sharif that used to be recited at night and then all these duas there are so many duas among the many duas one dua that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam recited which is rated that when nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would come to his bed then ittaja'a ala shiqqihi al-ayman he would lie on his right and place his right palm under his right cheek and then he would recite this dua and this dua is a complete expression of surrender to allah taala So these duas are very very concise every dua is very concise and every dua is filled with meaning one is to just recite the words only that too will bring tremendous barakat and benefit but if a person these are short simple duas person just gets even an idea of the meaning if he doesn't have the ability to understand it word for word but just an overall idea of the meaning also and bears that in mind that this will enhance it so much more so in this dua nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam recited and in one hadith this was also when nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught it to one sahabi he said to him it alhunna akhira ma taqul that make this the last thing you say meaning the last things that come from your tongue and on which you finally sleep must be these kalimat it doesn't mean that this must be the very last if he decided something thereafter also by all means now person completed whatever recitations duas etc and now he tries he is falling asleep he still not yet asleep so he keeps engaged in 
some Durud Sharif in his mind, verbally, no problem. But no worldly talk, this should be the last thing that he says, anything that in terms of his dunya, his needs, whatever is all done before that. So this dua Nabi Islam is to decide and this is filled with marifat, it is filled with inabat and ruju ilallah, it is filled with everything. So Allahumma aslam tu nafsi ilayk. Allahumma aslam tu nafsi ilayk, ya Allah I have handed myself over to you. And then as a, an emphasis to it, wajahtu wajhi ilayk. What Jahtu Waji Ilaik literally translated means I have faced in your direction. Meaning that I have now completely surrendered. Aslam tu nafsi ilaik. I have surrendered my entire self to you. Entire self from head to toe. Ya Allah, I have surrendered it to you. In other words, to your obedience. And the same thing is actually being meant in the next. Like a person now, he is performing salah, so there is a qibla that he has to faces the right direction. So Allah, my entire direction now is your obedience. My direction is not anywhere else. When a person has totally surrendered himself to Allah Ta'ala, that is the only time that he can truly taste the peace within his heart, the sukoon and itminan, that tranquility, that contentment, that can never be experienced and tasted if he is giving part of him somewhere else. If that heart has been given to Ghayrullah, this is surrendering, Ya Allah, I have surrendered myself to you, the king of the body is the heart. So obviously that is the first thing that is being surrendered. So when a person has surrendered his heart to Allah Ta'ala, that's the only time that he will be able to experience that reality of sukoon. But if he has given his heart here and there, that heart will be under azab. Any ghayrullah. He's given his heart to ghayrullah. He's given his heart to some haram love. He's given his heart to watching haram. Now he's addicted to that. He's given his heart to listening to some haram. This heart will be constantly in a state of azab. Person might be smiling and enjoying the comforts and luxuries outwardly, but his heart will be in azab. And part of that azab is that the person becomes deprived of the sweetness of amal. He becomes deprived of the inclination, in fact, of being inclined towards righteousness. If there was no other azab, that itself was already a worse enough azab. That the inclination towards righteousness disappeared. So now right at the beginning of this dua is this complete surrender to Allah Ta'ala. Now a person is going to sleep. Now this is as mentioned the time shaitan and nafs come at full force. So a person is reminding himself, I am Allah. I belong to Allah Ta'ala. I must surrender myself to Allah Ta'ala. And now when he started off surrendering himself to Allah Ta'ala at this part of the time when he is now about to fall asleep and if he sleeps and wakes up the next morning, inshallah, he'll wake up on the surrender to Allah Ta'ala. Aslam tu nafsi ilayk, wa wajjahtu wajhi ilayk, then wa fawwadtu amri ilayk. Ya Allah, I've handed all my affairs to you. Now, often person before going to sleep also, he's thinking about, I need to get this sorted out, and I need to get that sorted out, and what 
other various things need to be done. Ya Allah, I'm handling, handing all my affairs over to you. This in a single word is actually tawakkul. Ya Allah, I place all my trust to you, in you. Because nobody can get our problem solved. Nobody can grant whatever our needs are but Allah Ta'ala. Allah alone. Then Allah Ta'ala puts it in somebody's heart. Allah Ta'ala will make some asbab. Allah Ta'ala is not in need of any sabab. But Allah Ta'ala has made dunya darul asbab, place of means. So Allah Ta'ala will grant it via means. That's the general system of things. Allah wishes He'll grant it without means also. And those problems will disappear without any kind of intervention also. That is Allah Ta'ala's kudrat. But dunya Allah has made the system, the general system that will happen with means. But the creator of the means is Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala will put the means in motion in a way that a person can't imagine. But it starts off with that complete trust and tawakkul in Allah Ta'ala. So, وَفَوَّضْتُ أَمْرِي إِلَيْكِ وَأَلْجَأْتُ ظَهْرِي إِلَيْكِ أَلْجَأْتُ ظَهْرِي إِلَيْكِ This is an expression used in Arabic, but what it comes, the, the crux of it is, Ya Allah, my entire support is from you alone. I have taken my entire support from you. In Arabic, when a person now has supported himself with something, so now he's taken the support of some pillar, some wall, or he's leaning on something. So that is where this expression is derived from. Ya Allah, my entire support is from you alone. Now this is a person giving himself over to Allah Ta'ala. One is now the words that we will decide, but when it's being recited consciously, one day, two days, ten days, one month, six months, and consciously being recited, sooner or later, inshallah, the reality of these words will seep into the heart. Initially, it will start off just with the tongue. It will start off with just reciting something, and the person's heart is not even yet in conformance with his tongue. He is reciting something, and maybe his heart is not even attentive fully, which shouldn't be the case. But, with the effort, ongoing effort, and trying to be conscious, that heart in time inshallah this dua will come from the recesses of the heart and Allah knows best that moment some night it was that moment of acceptance and a person is now expressing this Ya Allah I have surrendered myself to you though in reality he is still far from that react, from really surrendering himself but he's expressing it that becomes a dua and that moment of acceptance and this is what Islam is all about complete surrender to Allah Ta'ala so aljatu zahri ilayk Rahbatan wa rahbatan ilayk Rahbatan wa rahbatan ilayk Some total And all this I am doing Out of hope in you And fear from your chastisement That on the one side I am surrendering myself Because everything is from you alone So I have full hope that you will accept me And out of fear that if I Cross the line Then I will be displeasing you And I will be under the displeasure under the shade of your displeasure and wrath this is something I cannot take any chances with I don't want to ever be crossing that line and getting into your displeasure so rahbatan wa rahbatan rahbatan wa rahbatan ilayk la mal ja'a wa la man ja'a minka illa ilayk it's a very simple dua it might be some words may be new to us if you haven't heard this before but just with a little bit of attention we just maybe ask somebody to help us to write it down 
and read it from what we have written over a few days without any difficulty. We just look at it and read it, it will be already parted. So, La malja'a wa la manja minka illa ilayk. Ya Allah, there is no place of refuge. And there is no place to hide, to take any, any support from anywhere except from you. That if a person is going to flee, where is he going to flee to? So there is no place of refuge but from Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Going back to Allah Ta'ala. So we are fleeing, Ya Allah, from everything else, we are coming to you. And we need your help. La malja'a wa la manja minka illa ilayk amantu bi kitabika alladhi anzalta wa bi nabiyika alladhi arsalta Ya Allah, I bring complete iman and faith on the kitab in the Quran Sharif that you have revealed and the Rasul, your beloved messenger that you have sent. Rasulullah says that you recite this and you sleep on this. Now one of two situations are going to happen. Either the person is going to now pass away in that night. And how often this happens? That the person goes to sleep, he doesn't wake up the next morning. So if he passed away, Nabi Islam says you'll pass away on fitra, on tawheed. Meaning in Iman. So now again, to just remind ourselves of that what was discussed yesterday, that can we imagine on the one side, this is what we are being taught, that look, be conscious about this, be concerned, that I need to pass away with Iman, I need to pass away with that kind of condition that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with me, I surrendered myself to Allah Ta'ala. And instead of that, a person now engages himself trying to fall asleep or before falling asleep engages himself in all kinds of evil and filth and sin and now if moth comes in that condition what kind of a moth that will be? How will he meet Allah Ta'ala? Which malaika, the malaika of rahmat or azab are going to come at that time to take the, that ruh? So, Nabi Islam says if your moth comes you'll die on tawheed, on iman and if you woke up the next morning you still live. When asbahta asabta khayran, you will achieve a lot of good. Much good will come to you. Now, this is what we are all the time searching for, all the good. But this is where it's all given to us. The prescriptions are all ready-made. And how simple, how easy. But these are the times when shaitan comes and makes us forget everything else, tempts us into some evil, some sin, some haram, or just engages the heart in all kinds of evil thoughts. And instead of now falling asleep on the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, falling asleep in a state of surrender to Allah Ta'ala, we surrender ourselves to shaitan, we surrender ourselves to nafs, and that's how we fall asleep. So as a result, we got deprived of so much of good. So these are du'as that we should try and learn, and try and practice upon them. These are very, very simple du'as, just requires a little bit of effort, reading it a few times, looking inside, or some kitab where it's recorded or learning it from somebody and inshallah this will become part of our daily practice and we will gain this tremendous benefit Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq inshallah Ma'amulat of the morning Ayat of Surah Al-Hashr A'udhu Billahi Sami'i Al-Alimi Minash Shaitani Rajeem A'udhu Billahi Sami'i Al-Alimi Minash Shaitani Rajeem A'udhu Billahi Sami'i Al-Alimi Minash Shaitani Rajeem هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم 